If less is more, does that mean more is less? And does that apply to Christmas music in November? This is Sweet Melissa, and you're listening to Warm Beer in the Cheap Seats, WBCS. This is Casey and Big Mike. Big Mike, take it away. What's happening, everybody? It's your old buddy, Big Mike, coming at you on a Friday night. Warm Beer in the Cheap Seats, live, in person. What's happening, Casey? Hey, man. Just just living the life. Living yeah. the life, my friend. Everybody, new intro music. Yes. I like it. Yes. Wow. I've been playing around with that. It's great. I just learned how to play all those instruments last night. <laughs> Did you really? Yes. Damn, I, you're I was like Trent Reznor. They're like, uh, where they're like, Nine Inch Nails is Trent Reznor. They're like, well, that, that was me. I had, so the, very I had the symbols between my knees. Like a monkey. I, well, I was uh, I was inspired by the gong show, that guy that would come out and play like eight instruments at once. And he'd stomp his foot and they would get like a, a bass drum going and he'd clap his head and there's like a probably like a hat or something. Oh my. And uh, the Juicy Lucy himself, Big Ed. Here he is. Hi, Big Ed. Live from the Montecito. What's up, guys? I, I missed Happy the intro. Friday. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> it's quite nice. There you go. Yeah, it just got nice and low right now. Yeah. Killer. Right. Well, we always got this. This is the art. If someone wants to talk about duckweed, I got this song. <laughs> we miss you, duckweed. Rest in peace, duckweed. So if anybody's wondering who Duckweed is, check our archives. <laughs> That's right. Check think, the archives. I think there's an episode called The Legend of Duckweed. Yeah, there is. Yeah. I, yeah. I laughed quite a bit. <laughs> duckweed. duckweed. Oh, my. <laughs> and maybe Duckweed, maybe we'll talk about him again sometime. Let's let's put this this, uh, this way about Duckweed. He was not Otay. Oh, Tay. You're talking about duckweed, the duckweed from Tampa Palms? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, that's a really fucked up story. I don't know if I've ever told it. Hey, we no, had an episode, did. yeah. Yeah, we did. Jesus. Uh, fucking We'll Big remember Mike. for you. The the original Big Mike from Woodcutters. Oh, that yeah, fucking yeah. A, that asshole. <laughs> Led me to believe for 25 years that I killed the duck. Oh, that sound, that's... That story checks out. Yeah. It's kind of, it's kind of sad. <laughs> Unfortunately, the uh, legend of duckweed lives and is a true story. It's a Christmas story, so maybe we'll save that towards Christmas yes. time. We should. So that's the ex- Duckweed will come back as the Duck- Christmas of, coast, uh, of Christmas past. Yes. So there, there's a little teaser. <laughs> when we get closer to Christmas time, one of the Christmas episodes... We'll talk about the legend of duckweed. Yeah. For everybody who has not had the opportunity to hear it. But again, check our archives. Yeah. Because it's there. Yeah. If you listen to the show. And, you and there is a, a very coming. strong lesson to be learned. You do not leave a duckling in the water for a long period of time. Don't, don't, don't sell the sizzle yet. I was well, going to say, uh, with friends uh, like this, this is more of a, 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 this is more of a PSA. Because people just, like to give ducks as gifts. 
happening. not Christmas time, but like Easter time. Just leave this, the ducks alone. That was alone. a PSA. Yeah. Was it? I, I thought the lesson was with friends like that who needs enemies. So if you were like gung ho from GI Joe, that's it's a very complex story. Yeah, it's a story of comedy and treachery and uh, betrayal and ulti- like ultimately death. It sounds like the Brady Bunch. It does. Or um, mm-hmm. Romeo and Juliet. Yeah. I got the Brady Bunch song in my head right when it was started explaining. Yeah. It's a story. Of a lovely lady. Yeah. I, I kind of found, um, what's her name? What was her name? Shan. No. Wait. Um, who? Wesson? The Wesson chick. The Wesson I, lady? I found <laughs> Mrs. Brady kind of attractive as a kid. Is that weird? Probably is, but I'm okay with it. Well, it, because you probably picked up the vibes that she liked kids because apparently she was hitting on Greg Brady the whole time. Really? Did Greg Brady Yeah, that's the story. I, I forgot. I know, he, I know he banged Jan. Or not Jan, but... Uh, Cindy? No, no. no. Cindy <laughs> Marcia. She, Marcia. No, Jan. She, Marcia. No, Marcia. It was Marcia, yeah. Uh-huh. In the doghouse. <laughs> In the doghouse. <laughs> no, he didn't. For real? No, he didn't. Have to I don't know. I think that's what I heard. <laughs> Could you imagine? Or in the back of the station wagon. I think that's what I heard. <laughs> In the back. In the shagging wagon? In the shagging wagon. <laughs> <laughs> this wagon's a rocking. Don't come and Don't come and knock. It was a Plymouth one year. I think they had a Chevy one year. Who was ever, whoever was sponsoring the show? I bet you those Brady kids, man. You kind of got some ass. <laughs> and then, um, did you? Re, and then fast forward to Peter. He was on um, the Surreal Life. Oh right. And the one chick, what's her name, from Illinois, ended up. Getting with him and my fair Brady. Anyway, up huh? uh, it's it's a story for another time. Yeah, I'll, I'll remember I'll all the details. Get liner notes on my the surreal life. Brady. It was the it was the season Eric Estrada was on. He's one of my heroes. He was on Chips. Well, I, he, I he remember that one. The... She was very high maintenance. She was super high maintenance. What was her name, uh, Big Ed? Adrian Curry. Age Adrian Curry. Yes, and she she was like a model. And then, she won uh, one of those, like, uh, I'm a supermodel show or something, right. whatever they call that shit. And well, then she no, was infatuated yeah. with Look, Peter. I can walk with heels. <clears throat> I just can't turn left. Yeah, I can hold a cock and walk at the same time. I'm a talented. Yeah. What's a wah, cock? Wah. He hanged up on me. Oh, that elf. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Why did they use a spade shovel instead of a snow shovel to scoop up the elephant poop? Yeah, why don't they have an elephant shovel? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's called a snow shovel. Well, they I'll, paint it black. Well, they don't have shovels at Bush Gardens. They just leave that shit everywhere. You walk by the elephants. It stinks. It does, it does stink like elephant dung. That's because that they way. don't want you to have- Get away from the elephants. Yeah. Yeah, we get it. The elephant PTSD. They, they <laughs> used to be with the, uh, the Barnum and Bailey Circus. Yeah. Yeah, is that is that elephant smoking a cigarette, <laughs> or is that a joint? Yeah. He's smoking a joint. He pulled it out from behind his ear. <laughs> he had it rolled up there the whole time. Oh God! 
Hmm. Hey, how about the finish to NASCAR? Good finish. <sighs> Joey, Joey Logano just ran away with it. He he had the car. Um, Big Ed, Casey, I want to get your take. What's your take? Because I think the biggest controversy during the race was that restart where um, Ross Chastain ended up putting Chase Elliott into the wall. Yeah, a lot of people were upset. That was kind of early on. Yeah, yeah I don't he think he put laps. him into the wall. I, I think he was just – I think um, it was a little overly aggressive, my opinion. Yeah. Because there's a hundred laps to go. There was gonna there was another caution. There was bound to be another caution, but to race I get it, you're racing for a championship, but maybe show a little little grace for other guys racing in a championship. You had that it ended that man's day. And I'm not just saying that as a Chase Elliott fan. I, think, I, I would feel uh, that way if it was well, Elliott. He shouldn't Chase Elliott came down a little hard too. He, I don't think he gave spotter hooked him up. Yeah, I, I think it came down to experience. I think if Ross had a f- couple more years under his belt, that might have played out. Might have played out a little different. So you, know, you so, get a, you get a little adrenaline. You're young. You're really like, hey, a team like that. This could be his only shot. Could be, but I, I don't think it is. I, I think that I think I, I didn't really think it was intentional. Themselves. Um, you know, I I heard it like this and. Uh, this was what I got from Door Bumper Clear, which is a on Dirty Mo Media. There's three spotters. Yep. That, that and they, the show's really good. If it was anybody else other than Ross Chastain, maybe you say that. But Ross Chastain, the way he raced this year, aggressive as he was, and I'm not saying this as a negative thing. I'm just saying as aggressive as he was and what has transpired, you don't give the guy a benefit of the doubt. He, Everybody's viewing it. He was overly aggressive. Maybe yes, maybe no. But I think it's a shitty way for Chase Elliott to end his season. But I think Elliott showed some grace without um, retaliating against Chastain. Nah, he's a class act. But I'm telling you, I didn't see any... You take away what Ross Chastain did during the year and look at that as an isolated incident... Just that, I, I don't see it being him trying to knock him out. I, I think no, they I were both. I, I think they were both good. No, no one's even gonna look at what what role Bill uh, Chase Elliott played. He came down right in front of him. He did. He did come okay, down. Okay, that's 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 at the end of the day. If he's that much of a pro, he got shitty advice oh. from his spotter. That's the only thing I could say, because obviously you can't see back there. I, I no. just don't. I, I just don't but, see Ross Chastain as the villain in this, and everyone's going on his past performance throughout the year. That's like judging someone for something they did today, for something for three or four things they did last year that he's already been tried. Big and Ed, Big Ed. That's you all can, I'm saying. You can build bridges, but you suck one dick. What? <laughs> you, you, what? You, you never heard that saying, sweet <laughs> Melissa? No. There was a bridge builder. He built a hundred bridges, <laughs> but he sucked one dick, and he's known as a dick sucker. <laughs> so that that is Ross Chastain. Not that Ross sucks dick. I'm not saying that. I'm saying not that, that he, there's anything wrong. With that. No, if you want to suck dick, that's cool. If that that's that's well, on we you. We all learned the lesson. <clears throat> but no, I, I'm, he wasn't I'm, building bridges. That's he wasn't sure. building bridges. 
Ross Chastain Chastain did not build any bridges in goodwill in NASCAR. And and you know what? Wrecking the most popular driver in NASCAR. And now that I think about it, rest in peace Gallagher, uh, he stole Gallagher's gimmick of smashing watermelons. He did. He did. Yeah. We're going to cover Gallagher. And and you know what? When Ross Chastain did it, it wasn't funny. When Gallagher did it, it wasn't funny. I didn't find the humor in it. We'll, we'll cover that. We're going to cover it. I, I thought Gallagher was okay. Yeah. I I, th- I think his better stuff was the wordplay, you know. Yeah. Where, you know, just whatever. There was people with Visqueen. But but he, he was, uh he for the most part, he, he didn't work blue. You know? No, he wasn't a blue comic. Yeah. But before we switch to that, let's just give a shout out. Joey Logano, NASCAR champion. After after the race that he ran, you can't dispute him being the champion. Two, I thought two-time champion. two-time champion. He he gets into elite company now. Sure, because it's hard enough to win one cup. It's hard enough to win a race, let cup. alone two championships. Let's put it that way. I mean, I when he very well put when he came in up. I remember they used to call him slice, slice bread. bread, and I was like, I don't get it. I don't see it. And he it. His first two seasons were kind of rough. Yeah. Um, well, his whole time with Joe Gibbs Racing was kind of rough. Yeah. <clears throat> but but kudos to him. Two-time champ now. Kudos to him. Middletown, Connecticut's own Joey Logano, NASCAR champion. His son, I, here's the part that I enjoyed. Him really involving his – he involved his family. He had his son who's a young dude, four years old. Yep. Um. Yeah, I saw it. He, he made him the, the gas man. He had that four-year-old holding the gas can. Yeah, it was pretty awesome. Yeah. No, now, was, his son, I was well, at the championship when they when they ended the race at Homestead. I was at Joey's first championship when he put his son in the uh, Bell France Cup. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now the kids, he, he even made the comment. He says, Huddy, his son's name is Hudson. Huddy, you're too big to go in the cup this time. Now he's a four-year-old kid. Well, Verlander kind of pulled the same move at the end of the World Series, you know, and they're celebrating. He had his daughter, and they, you know, he's talking to the broadcaster. He has his daughter out there the whole time, which is kind of cool. Kind of cool. It's yeah. neat. I enjoy when athletes bring their children in and involve them in the celebration because it's neat. I put myself in that child's position, put my eyes in their eyes. What an amazing thing to be a part of. And what a great memory to have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To be, the memory. Yeah. So that's really cool. And yeah, just makes me happy. Makes me happy to see that kind of thing. So, hey, end of the, end of the NASCAR season. Yeah. Um, Joe Legato, champion. It was a good, it was a good uh, year. It was a good year. It was an exciting year. Uh, I look, I'm looking forward to the clash at the Coliseum again. This coming, what what do we have the date? Big Ed, do you have the date? I think it's early February. No, but it's usually you know second or third weekend. And what they should do is mark off the interstates that lead to the Coliseum. They start it somewhere, and they're on the four hundred five or this. And they're going off ramp, on ramp, and then they race into the Coliseum and they finish at the Coliseum. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah, I, I would be okay with that. Just throwing it out there. That's what I call outside the box thinking. 
You might you might get hired by NASCAR, Casey, if they're listening. You may have a new job. Oh, I'll be, and then you can listen to me on NASCAR radio right after Dave Moody, who, by the way, only hung up on fifteen people. That I had love something Dave. Bad about Ross Chastain. Well, that's just stupid. You know, Dave doesn't <laughs> put up with any shit. He, he, <laughs> Dave is Dave, and I'm like, Dave is a typical New Englander. Listen here, Sister Eugene Marie, click, and he hangs up. On he's him. a typical New yeah. Englander, in my opinion. Uh, yeah. My opinion. Yeah, he's from uh, Barry, Vermont. And I appreciate Dave for Dave. No, I like Dave. I just Dave. He's a wealth of knowledge. Uh, oh, he, he just is. gets fired up. And I'll tell you what: if you say up. some stupid shit on Dave's show, oh, Dave's gonna let God you know. You. Dave's gonna let you know that's the dumbest fucking thing I've ever heard. Yeah, hell hath no fury like Dave Moody. I think that's the saying. The Godfather. Yes. Keep it up, Godfather. <laughs> I, I hope we all hope to get on the same level you are in the world of radio, Godfather. But yeah, so I'm sad to see the see the season end. Yep. Looking forward to the new season. Uh, I hope to get to two or three races this coming year. Already making the plans, so it's uh, kind of exciting. And now we'll focus in on football. Now yep. that there's no motorsports on TV for me. Um, and maybe I, I'm hoping maybe a couple. There's a big short track race here in the state of Florida next month. Really. The Snowball Derby hmm. is a super late model race that gets drivers and cars, well, racers, I should say, from all over the country. This is a, it's up in Pensacola, Five Flags Speedway. Oh, wow. Um, I'm really kicking around, making a little road trip, going up to old Five Flags you know, for this. It'll probably be easier to take the old silver, whatever, silver airlines. Yeah. They, they do a nonstop. Do they? To Pensacola. No kidding. It'll be way that would be a shorter ride. That's a six. That's yeah, like a and six Sil- Silver's Long flying ride. the new ATRs, too, the next gen. Oh, no kidding. They're phasing out those uh, sobs. See that? Like, we uh, got it. Now we, it's Aviation Weekly. That's right. That's so, right. So moving on. Six-bladed props, <laughs> real <laughs> efficient. I, I got to say congratulations to uh, Dusty Baker and the Houston Astros. Why did why does Dusty there was the thing about Dusty Baker wearing gloves? Uh I don't know. I think he started doing that during the uh, coronavirus and then it could have been like a weird he's very quirky. Could have been like good luck thing. That's where he's got a lot of bracelets. Um I mean Wait, like hospital gloves? Like, like, like the black like like, like mechanic like like, like the uh, like the gloves, gloves my technicians wear in the yeah. shop. Okay. Yeah. I never you know, segue into Dusty Baker. There was a really good uh, show on HBO last night. I watched on Willie Mays. Dusty Baker was in it. Uh, the Bonds. Yeah. You kind of reminded me of Willie Mays and Barry Bonds, only because Barry Bonds grew up around baseball and used to pal around with Willie Mays. That's his godfather. Well, that's his godfather, correct? Yeah. Hmm. Anyway, good show. And Dusty Baker was in it and had a few words to say. Yeah, you know what? People forget Dusty was such a good and complete ball player. Um, you know, and he managed a long time. And then he was in some cities. He's 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 old school, SoCal laid back guy. He he doesn't seem emotional. It's just that's just how Southern Cal people are from that era. So you know, he didn't ever fit good on the East Coast managing or whatever. But hey. Look at his record. It speaks for itself. He's a first bout Hall of Fame. Congratulations, Dusty. 
you persevered, you got your first World Series. But next year, it's got to be the race time. There is a Verlander uh, opted out of his contract. So he's a free a lot of free agents already. Yeah. Uh, uh, goodbye, Kevin Kiermaier. And yeah. my personal favorite, the G-Man, G-Man Choi Nuh-uh. from Korea. Yeah. yeah. Really? Yeah, I remiss him. Oh. I'll miss the chubby fella. Huh. And all splits at first base. He was just starting to get his groove back. Yeah, so, hey, good baseball season. We thought we were going to miss a lot of it. It ended up playing. We ended up getting a full season. Saw a guy hit 62 home runs in a regular season. Um, yes, Orlando and then a little, a little dribbler to end the series. Hey, man, you know. The irony of uh, Yep. Welcome uh, back, Trotter, I'm going to call him. Hey, Brandon, uh Carlos Carrasco during the week, anyways, pitcher for the Mets, class guy. Hmm. You keep doing you there, CC. You're the man. So, uh, yeah, that's it. Uh, yeah, we're on to football. The Buccaneers finally. Uh, they won a All they, they needed game. was 45 seconds to get their season on track. So we'll see. They're in Germany. So. Uh, uh, good, Sunday morning. Guten Tag, Deutschland. You know, and uh, say hi to the Buccaneers. And, and say I, ich liebe dich to the Buccaneers. That's what you got to say. How do you say I want a, a jelly donut? Uh, ich bin Berliner. Yes, I like oh. jelly donuts. Yeah. I ate one this morning, by the way. That's a good way to start your morning. I love jelly donuts. You know, that's I, been on the breakfast table since I was a kid, jelly donuts, and that's why I'm a champion today. Uh-uh. Yeah. Yes, really? true story. So I just got a text from uh, the captain. Mm. Hey, captain. He is okay. at he is at a concert at the the Yacht Rock. He's a big Yacht Rock fan. Oh, you know what? And an, another shout out, and uh, maybe you want to check out. Old Matt Woods is on tour. He's actually playing at Hooch and Hive here in Tampa. Nuh-uh. Yes. Uh, I almost wore a shirt tonight. I know. Not good timing. Uh, this is going to be first time I'm going to miss Matt Woods on tour in, uh, well, ever. How do you know we're already going to miss him? No, because he's playing right now at the Hooch and Hive. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's we're, why. We're, and then he's going to be in Orlando at Will's Pub. So if people are listening to this, you're going to be in Orlando. Treat yourself. It's a good time. He's fantastically alive. Uh Love you, Matt Woods. Uh, I know you're going to crush it this weekend. So I'll catch you. I'll catch you on the flip side. When is he in Orlando? Uh, he's going to be tomorrow night at Will's Pub down uh, down on uh, like by Mills and Colonial. Oh. That's a good little venue, man. Uh, no, I, I have to I have a gig in Daytona this weekend. And then I think I think he play he might be playing Gainesville at some point too, in the middle of the week. Nice. But then, but he'll be back. He'll be back in about six months. He's here like twice a year, so I have to make a point to go. Because I think that would be You're, a show to see. You yeah, would like him. yeah, you would, you would love. Yeah, I got to make a point. Maybe I, we'll get Lady Jill to pal around. We'll get the whole. We'll make it a show outing. I just told him don't play the independent bar. That place sucks, and mm-hmm. he just thought it was funny. I think he kind of agreed. He hasn't played there since. So, um, <laughs> hey, yeah. So, uh, looking forward to working with the new boss, the captain, at some point of uh, Naughty Radio. Yeah, Captain, I hope you're, you you listen to the replay of this show. I think we're having a great one this evening. Yes. Uh, we, you know, as we open into the holiday season, 
No. Yes, it's we're going into the holiday season, sweet Melissa. We're, we're a few weeks away from Thanksgiving, one of my most favorite holidays because it's all about yeah. eating. <laughs> I do like to eat. But that's when you can start Christmas music. It's after. Christmas. I agree with you on that. It, it, Christmas music, it's too early. Too early for Christmas music. That's all I'm saying. There's there's no dispute in that. <laughs> I, I think let, let's have, let each holiday have its due. Yep. Is that Santa Claus? No, we're getting in the holiday season. Oh, I thought it was Santa Claus. <laughs> No, let's the have fat man. the fat man. <laughs> He's angry. He is. Let's let's let each holiday have its due. Let's have Halloween's not a holiday, but it's whatever. It's a holiday, whatever. Let Halloween do its thing. Let's have Thanksgiving and pilgrims and turkeys and shit like that. Yeah, how do we skip? I don't know. It's like we skip over Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. It's like we go Halloween, Christmas. Yep. That's what we want to have let. Let Thanksgiving have its due. Mm-hmm. The turkeys want it want to be out there. The hand tur- let's make some hand turkeys. Yeah. So I don't know, don't but Thanksgiving is one of my favorites. Yeah, you, you got to have Thanksgiving. You have to, man. It's it's a great it's a great holiday. Mm. It is. It's hey, Big Ed. If Big Ed, well, when Big Ed, when you tune back in, have you had any McRibs lately? We're watching the McRib commercial. Uh, I have not. I have the same commercial on. I was just thinking about that. Uh, I'm uh, doing already. some uh, technical work. I'm oh, still okay. do, I'll do it like a little show prep for later. Um, two the, McRibs. Are, blah, two blah, McRibs. <laughs> yeah, you are know you? what? I'm really, st- man, I, I, I do. It's just after losing all this weight, I would hate to put any weight back on after losing all this weight. No, no, no. I And I commend you for that. But one. McRib, but I think tomorrow, know. maybe after the slot car show, we're having uh, an open house tomorrow and then we're having the, uh, a swap meet on Sunday. Should come out, uh, Big Mike. There's going to be uh, collectibles as well. Hot Wheels. Really? And, mm. Yeah. Just where, saying. where Big Ed? Uh, in South Dayton. Daytona. South Daytona. Ooh, I do but like I, it's Daytona. by the old shop. We're, we're about two miles we moved okay that might be a plan what time well, well that, that's post show we're not gonna bore we're not gonna bore our fans with our business our hobbies although our hobbies are cool they're very cool ain't it cool though Yeah, so that, I, I'm bummed that Matt Woods is playing tomorrow night because uh, we're doing a open house with three IROC races. So I got to go in there and to, I'm going to help tune up a few cars for the race. When you say IROC, is everybody running a same chassis, more or less? Uh, they're going to be they're going to be house cars. House cars, okay. Yeah, three three different chassis styles. Probably do a lifelike uh, a Tyco, and I don't know what the third one is. I think someone else from the outside's bringing. And, Hold uh, on, we got I'm, a special guest here, Big Ed. Hold on. Uh, we get. Oh, 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 oh. oh it's from the up north himself, <laughs> Santa. 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 Oh. Hey, Santa Claus. 
Hey, Casey. Yes. You behaving yourself? <laughs> nope. <laughs> That's what the snow globe says. Oh my gosh, it really is. All right, I'll try hard, Santa. I, I figured this. I'll, uh, I'll, we got like six weeks. I'll, I'll really buckle down. Well, where's so, Subway Slam tonight? Well, Duckweed, it's been 32 years, okay? I, I, oh, for, for Duckweed, so come on. Subway will be uh, jumping in in about like five minutes. Fanny Claus, I haven't seen you since I was like eight. You're not supposed to see right. me. Santa <laughs> Claus, I still believe in you. <laughs> okay, Just I'll saying. Take, I'll take the coal out of your box. Okay, thank you. <laughs> Thanks, Santa. Aw. I have a picture of me with you, though. So I did see you. Just I think that was one of his cousins. <laughs> All this time. I was lied to. Hey, Santa. Oh, that was a contract, Santa Claus. That, yeah. <laughs> Just like uh, just like the Krusty the Clown school, same thing. <laughs> but he got uh, SAG credits though, so it was you know got a junior card, <laughs> got benefits now. It's a Ponzi scheme. He still winds up with all the cash. It all funnels to Santa Claus. Yeah, Santa. I, look, and I, I I know this is kind of sore subject, and I don't want to be like uh, you know vice journalism here, uh, but this all this free labor um that you got going on there i mean um you know what's up with that what, what do you mean free labor wait what's is that rudolph what are you feeding that thing <laughs> oh, i know rudolph barked yeah that's like that's, that's you know, happy that's santa's, little helper. <laughs> santa's <laughs> little helper that's santa's little helper correct <laughs> yep there you got go. it sweet melissa i got it right on Santa, thanks yeah. for joining us. We, we'll behave. I'm Santa, I'm going to have my letter to you soon. <laughs> Make it legible this time. Uh, I'll try. It's got to be postmarked before the 15th also. I, I get kind of excited when I write you my, le my, my letter for Christmas. I was really good this year. Yeah, Santa. it's because my wee wee gets excited. It's a Santa. Oh, no. Oh, boy. Big Mike doesn't wait until after Thanksgiving. Yeah, after Thanksgiving, because even Santa knows Thanksgiving deserves its mm -hmm. due. <laughs> Little Eddie, I'm very upset about duckweed. <laughs> I was framed. Oh, <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> he was framed. I believe if you listen to one of the episodes, I was exonerated when uh, the original Big Mike uh, fessed up. Big Mike Senior. Yeah, don't forget to like and subscribe. That's right. Oh, Casey, if our for our fans. Yeah, and you know you can follow me on uh, follow us on Twitter there, uh, Santa, to see what we're up to at Beer Seats, or you can email us at the show at warmbeeringcheapseats.com. That would be good. Uh, beats tying up my radar. That's right. <laughs> and I, I'll try to jam NORAD's radar so they're not tracking you this year. <laughs> we love norad oh okay all right there you go it makes the little ones go to bed early you use yeah, the cb radio every every hour go down one channel 
<laughs> so that way the the adult party can keep on cooking. That's right. On Christmas Eve. <laughs> I know growing up in my house it did. Yep. <laughs> well, if the C B if you say go down one channel, you go up one channel. Correct. Correct. But you're not supposed to say so that, that on the yeah. <laughs> you can't so, so Smokey the Bear don't know where you're going. Man, rubber Ducky's very upset at yeah, me. Yeah, right boy. Now. Give me a Diablo and a Dr. Pepper. I'm in a hurry. Get off the phone. We got twice the bill. Get off the phone. Is that Mrs. Claus? All right, Santa. We got to let you go. Thanks, Santa. I love you, Santa Claus. Merry Christmas, bud. Right. Well, nice happy Thanksgiving, fun. Santa. Happy Halloween. Lay off the song. What? Hurricane. <laughs> Wow, Santa Claus. All right, that, that was Santa. Wow. Yes. I got to start behaving because I want to get some stuff this year. Thinking. I got coal last year. Uh, Cole's probably Do a good gift grill, right so. now, the way shit's going. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it could be. Yeah. I might be able to sell it. We do yeah. have another guest actually lined up. Do we? That was, it was pretty cool to get Santa Claus. It, it was. That was a good get. That was a good get. However, um, with, well, again, folks, if you listened to the prognication mm. of Jimmy the Woke, mm. and uh, you probably are lining your pockets with more cash than you yeah. know to do. Because, again, Jimmy the Woke came through. He came through. So, uh, without further ado, uh, hopefully speaking loud and clear into the microphone is... Not muffled. Jimmy the woke. Jimmy, Jimmy the, the woke. Hello, what is up? What's going on, buddy? Jimmy the woke. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. Woo. Here we are. Here we are. Jimmy. Thank you, Dusty. All right. Closer to the mic. I was just going to say. What oh, a legend. Boy. Dusty Baker's a legend. Man, thank you. Thank you, Dusty. Yep. Well, you you did it again. I mean, you you, you ran through the NFL. You you're, you nailed baseball. Uh, and I got the exact games correctly. Six you six did. games. You did. You called it. Oh boy, Jimmy the woke. Jimmy the woke is at his peak. You make those guys on Fox Sports look like ham and eggers. <laughs> yeah, for real. I mean. You just win Terry Bradshaw's money every week. It looks like. Yeah, give me, give me that money. Give, give me his money. Why does he have dogs? He's got like dogs, like Dobermans. Yeah, those dogs probably turn on him. <laughs> probably. Yeah. So like, he smells like beef, and they just He's, bite him. He smells like bacon. <laughs> <laughs> smells so delicious. Man, I, I don't know who has to get a bigger tailored suit, him or Charles Barkley. Both of them are. Getting bigger by the year, by the season. Yeah. Yes. By the season. <laughs> All right, Jimmy. Uh, we got World Cup action. Uh, and yes. We got a few days, but it's 10, I think, nine days, World Cup. Yes, nine nine days. But I've already, oh. and, and you know what? I could have came next episode to uh, give you my predictions, but you know what? I am very, very confident about my picks. So uh, uh, I decided why not, why not do it here tonight? Wow. Tonight. There we go, folks. Folks, Exclusive. you better be get your pens and papers out. If you want to win some money, let's gamble. Jimmy the Wokes got you tonight. Jimmy the Woke. Yeah, so, don't don't work hard. Just put all your money 
into whatever he says. He's <laughs> got a proven track record. Yes. I, I wouldn't even question it. I would put all my eggs in one basket. <laughs> the Jimmy the Woke basket. Yes. And then I would put a, a little Burmese python and say, just watch this basket of eggs. And I know it's going to be good because Jimmy the Woke told me so. That's right. Jim- That's a t-shirt. Jimmy yes. the Woke told me so. <laughs> it's Soon we'll be merchandising this shirt on absolutely a, on a said website, but we'll keep you tuned on that at a later date. That's co- that's shit coming up, up that's Dick. Just in time, just shit in, up, Dick. Just in time for the holidays, that's everybody. Oh, oh. <laughs> all right, all right, Jimmy. What do we got for the World Cup? Uh, educate us. All right, so World Cup. It's going to be taking place in Qatar, which I don't know where the hell Qatar is. Somewhere in the Middle East, I assume. 13 hours away, no matter which direction you go by air. Yep, and you know what? I bet Just don't go by one, foot. Uh, people are going to enjoy the Qatar food. Fun fact, in Qatar, they just call Qatar food food. Um, yep. I don't think you're getting any ham. No hot dogs. Yeah, yeah no pound town either. <laughs> yeah. No bologna. Yeah, sorry. And also, you can uh, there's actually a law in Qatar where you're not allowed to have sex. You're not allowed to. Is that even, right? Even married people. Really? No yeah. fucking, huh? Well, you face up seven years. Uh, face up to seven years in prison. Are you serious? Is this? Yeah. Wait, they yeah, they probably you... have uh, stuff on on the books like that. They're like for for single folk. Mm, interesting. Yeah. And, um, Glad I don't really live there. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's their guitar. Apparently, uh, apparently there's slavery uh, in Qatar. Well, well, apparently. Really? Yeah. Well, let's go with apparently. Apparently. There could be just some very cheap labor and those people lost their passports. And they may be, be trying to work their passports back to them. We, yeah, But look, that's all apparently. And I heard that they were actually building the fields. Uh, the slaves were building the fields. Uh, allegedly, 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 these folks were building the fields. We we don't we don't know, know for a fact, and that the show budget has been exhausted, <laughs> yeah. so we can't send anybody there. And 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 yes, and we can't afford the, all the lawyers that Jimmy the Woke's bringing us. Look, no, there's no. a reason why oil is eighty five dollars a barrel. Okay, because it's getting expensive. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's getting expensive to make people work for free, uh, yeah, Jimmy. I, but let, let's let's get back to the 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 meat and uh, potatoes or the uh, falafel of what we're talking falafel. about. I'd like some yes. falafel. Right. Let's get back to the falafel. Who's the um um you know what what, what countries do we need to be following? All right, so there's a couple of teams uh, now. Um, there's a couple of teams. There's 32 teams that are going to participate in this World Cup. Uh, I am going to warn you that Italy is not going to the World Cup this year for a second uh, uh, second World Cup in a row. Good job for them. They suck. Um, and uh, so if and any of you Italy fans, uh, unfortunately, uh, uh, you can tell your team uh, they, they suck. Um, no point. Just make, just make some sauce, will you? Yes. Uh, all right. I think we're going to start with um, Argentina. Um, Argentina is another, uh, well, not another, but they are a great team, uh, well-rounded. They they are led by one of the greatest uh, soccer players in history, Lionel Messi. And uh, fun fact, uh, Lionel Messi has never won a World Cup. Yeah, surprising. 
Maybe maybe he'll be guided by the ghost of Maradona, the hand of God. The who? Yeah, maybe. Maradona. He it's won their last World Cup oh. in '86. No, no relations to Madonna. Correct. Okay, it's just checking. Likely, uh, this is probably Messi's final World Cup. He's 34, 35 years old. Sure. So he, he will not be there for long. Um, but Argentina's uh, a team to watch out for. They got great uh, goalkeepers, uh, uh, great def- uh, defense. The midfielders are really good. Uh, the forward line is probably the uh, the ones that stand out. Not just Lionel Messi, but you also have Lataro Martinez, who's a pretty good striker. Angel Di Maria, who's who is also pretty good, especially for his age. He's also thirty four. Um, and also, I should warn you, uh, in the international match matches that Argentina has been, uh, out of uh, the last thirty matches they've played, they're unbeaten. So they could let they could continue this unbeaten streak. So um, definitely Argentina to watch out for. Okay. Uh, the next team, and this team is one I think the most well balanced team out there, and that is Brazil. Uh, mm. So every every World Cup, they're always. I like the bikinis Brazil brings to us. Yes. I like their wax. Yes. That's what Big I was fan. thinking. How come? I think every year, uh, every year, uh, when we do this, uh, when the closer World to the mic. Okay. When the World Cup is uh, on the horizon, Brazil is always a contender. Um, but they're a well-balanced team, led by uh, two goal goalkeepers in Allison and Ederson, who are pretty good. Uh, they both play in the Premier League, which is up in England, uh, which mm-hmm. is the English Soccer League. Uh, they're also led by Neymar Jr., uh, who at one point was one of the best players uh, of the last generation. Uh, 2014 was uh, was his best year. He made himself a star in that 2014 World Cup uh, when Brazil made it all the way to the semifinals. Uh but this Brazil team is going to be really good. And wa- I would watch out for Brazil. Um, the third team that I have is your recent World Cup champions. And that is France. Uh, I think France, uh, whenever you have Kylian Mbappe on your team, Kylian Mbappe is one of the best soccer players in the world right now. And he's going to be that next generation, next generational superstar to come. Um, so whenever you have Kylian Mbappe, you're going to do good. And the good thing is that they have the support. Uh, they have uh, the goalkeepers. They have very young midfielders who are really talented and are going to be really good. Uh, the attacking is amazing. Besides Kylian Mbappe, you have Karim Benzema, who is your, who was your 2021 Ballon d'Or, and the Ballon d'Or pretty much means he was the MVP. Uh, so you have that. Um, but yeah, France, uh, even though they've overcome a lot of injuries, uh, they're still a really, really good team, and I mm-hmm. think they're 
a really good uh, content, really good contender. We. Oui. And the fourth team I have oui, oui. is Portugal. Now, wow. Portugal out of the out of these four teams I just named, they are the only ones to not win a World Cup. Um, Portugal uh, is led by Cristiano Ronaldo. Arguably the greatest player right now, right? Is that what a lot of people say? Uh, if it was like five years ago, yes, but hmm. not anymore. I, I would say Kylian Mbappe is the best player right now uh, from France. Uh, Ronaldo is 38. This is- Can he bend it like Beckham? <laughs> I mean... That was a pretty good movie, by the way. Bend it like Beckham. I watched it late night on like HBO one time. It has, yeah. it has nothing to do with Pound Town. No Pound Town in that film. Uh, I watched a porno once called Bend It Like Beck. <laughs> How was it? Did it have a Didn't disappoint. <laughs> was that, they was, it, like was it better than Nailing Palin? Yeah. Did they have a lot of Peronis commercials? Mm. All right. So, sorry there, Jimmy. Um, So Portugal. Portugal, yes. Uh, Cristiano Ronaldo, he's 38, but he's still great. Uh, this is probably his final World Cup. Uh, actually, why did I say that? This is his final World Cup. I don't see him playing till like, like 40, 42. He'd be 40. Yeah, only Pele could get away with that. Yeah, and uh, I don't know if he'd be, if, even if he still plays, I don't know if he'd be good by then. Uh, but Portugal even has like a lot of support. Uh, Rafael Leo is one of my favorite young players uh, out there. Uh, he currently plays for AC Milan, but trust me, he's gonna he's gonna get transferred somewhere else, somewhere more valuable. Uh, but Rafael Leo, I think he's also gonna make a name for himself in the World Cup. Uh, they also have Bruno Fernandez, who is a great midfielder. Uh, they have. Uh, um, I think his name's like Rui Patricio, who is a goalkeeper, and I believe uh, who is a goalkeeper, and I think he plays for Lazio, which is up, in, uh, which is in Italy, and uh, and yeah, Portugal is a team I could see, uh, I I I would watch out for. Okay, so here are the two big questions that I got for you: Does USA get out of group stage? And make it to the round of sixteen. So, based on what the uh, who who is uh, in that group, uh, who are who uh, the U.S. is paired with, uh, paired with, uh, I would actually have to do the. Uh, I know you got Wales and England's in there, and I off the top of my head, I forget the fourth team. I I thought it was like um, Iran. Yeah, uh, that's it. Oh well, I'll say this. Uh, I think that U.S. will get out of the group stage. I think they will go this uh, uh, round of 16. If it's not the U.S., it's going to be Wales getting out there because, you know what, I'll say this. Iran, I don't think is good enough uh, to get out of the group stage. That, that would be a huge upset. Oh, yeah. And Wales, they only have, like, one, good, one two great players. U.S. The U.S. has Christian Pulisic. I, I, I think uh, – yeah, I think the U.S. could get out of the uh, group stage. All right, so you're calling USA gets out of the group stage. You got the final four of 
Argentina, Brazil, France, and Portugal. Yes. Who wins the World Cup? So we can go gamble. That's yeah. what I want to know. What am I gambling on? Yeah. Because I'm looking we to should, put we, all my eggs in one basket. I'm, I'm taking all my winnings from the NFL from the World Series, and I'm just going to let it ride. I, I think I'm putting one egg. So tell me where my one egg should go. Right. I'm going to say this. Out of all the four teams, I don't think it's going to be a European team winning the World Cup. This okay. Season. So this would be the first World Cup uh, that a year. So USA wins. Yeah, well. That not Just a non-European team would win. My prediction. It well, well, help us out. Which non-European team are you thinking? <laughs> so, so I can put this egg in the right place. Damn it. So I had to go back and forth on this. Uh, you know, Brazil is so well-rounded. I think they are the be- the team to beat, honestly. But also, you could see that uh, our, uh, for Argentina, you know, Lionel Messi, I, he's he might pull some crazy shit. Uh, he might pull some crazy shit on uh, during the World Cup. I mean, he's going to be fighting for his life uh, because if he doesn't win the World Cup, there's a most likely chance that he will never win one again, and they'll and it'll probably affect his greatest of all time legacy, uh, which is why I don't even think neither uh, Ronaldo or Messi is the greatest of all time. But I will say this. If – you know what? Screw it. Messi ain't winning the World Cup. He's going to get stopped by Brazil. Okay. So it's Brazil. All right, everyone. So, so I'm putting my egg in the Brazil basket. You know, the Montecito has a great sports book. So, you know, Big Ed can – I'll be heading that way soon. You know, he could set up a nice spread. You know, you can just watch the whole World Cup there and just put all your eggs in that one basket. That's your big mic. Or your one egg. Listen, I'm going to just congratulate you. Hey, Jimmy. Jimmy, you've done so good. Uh, I wish you nothing but success in the future. You're you're just crushing it. I, I I'm gonna say this: if Brazil loses, I will personally sue the Brazilian government. And I, I I'm fine with that. Listen, Jimmy, you're you're my spirit animal. So whatever you do, I'm I'm gonna embrace it. Yeah, and I'm gonna I'm gonna try and kick Neymar's ass if if he does not play well. Because my, my spirit animal is Sasquatch. Just for the record. Anyway. anyway. <laughs> All right, I, I, uh, Jimmy. Uh, though, if, if you're there, if you yeah. run the subway, uh, get get him on the mic here soon, okay? Yeah. All right, okay. ladies and gentlemen, okay. the subway slam. Thank you, oh, Jimmy. Thank the you, woke. Jimmy. Everybody, the Jimmy the woke. You better, Woo! yeah. Woo-hoo! What is up, everybody? It's the subway slam here. How are you? Hi, guys? subway. Thanks for joining us. Hey, how are you guys doing? Great. We just have one question. Yeah. What's How's up with Mercedes this picture? Doing? What? What's up? The picture. Oh, the picture. Then I want to know how Mercedes is doing after that. After Wait, the picture. 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 What? 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 What you, you look like an '80s porn star. Oh. oh. Your high school uh, picture. <laughs> with a porn stash. Oh! 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 My picture. <laughs> top Gun. That's uh, oh, top. It look, gun. it looked pretty, pretty dashing. If you ask Were you me, wearing a shirt he looked dashing. Dashing. He, oh boy. I made it. Were you wearing a new shirt from your uncle Casey? I might have. You might have. What do you think That's that awesome. leads from, 
Huh? I don't know. That's a yes. Yay! Why not? Support war- uh, warm beer in the cheap seats. Cheap seats. Got to promote That's it. Right. Got to promote it. No, we need as much promotion as possible. And I would also like to have a word with Santa next episode. Uh, I would like to have a word with him. Well, you know, before you have a word with Santa, I I need to have a word with you. Yeah. My question is, how is Mercedes doing? Fill us in. Oh, fuck. Uh, Oh, my. Well, I mean. Uh, You're using some foul language there. Would the ultimate Karen approve of that? Oh, my is correct. We broke up. Oh. Wow. This wow. Is, this is breaking news. news. Breaking news on warm beer in the cheap seats. What happened, Subway? Uh, don't cry. Just tell us what the hell happened. She fucking cheated on me. All this talk about wee wees, you must sell wee wees and wee wee accessories. Yeah, she she was checking that out all right. She cheated on me. With who? The Usos, both of them. Oh my! She cheated on me with the. <laughs> she cheated on me with Austin Theory. Oh no! Oh, no. That's low. Uh, this, this this asshole just. I'm so glad that asshole just lost the money in the bank contract. <laughs> he no, he sure did. Sure did. He took a whooping. Don't cry. Well, Subway. what are you what are you gonna do next, there, Subway? Maybe you could what? go up to Browntown and help them out. I don't want to go to Browntown. I mean, I, I'm in search of a slump buster, so. Oh boy. Well, you know, I mean, when in doubt, you know, you got to get yourself uh, one of them slump busters, That's and uh, it. you're back in the saddle. I'm when in doubt, like work your term. trout. I'm googling, googling this. <laughs> Don't don't make sure your safe search is on. <laughs> oh boy. Oh. Uh, hey, you'll be all right there, Subway. Yeah, we. You'll, you'll get that slump buster, and you'll be back in the saddle, there, brother. Yeah, don't worry. I'll, 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 oh, I'm a, I'm gonna for sure get one. I'm gonna be very proud. Hey, just real quick before uh, I, I got everyone here, and you know, Big Ed's got his segment here in a few minutes. I had uh, Sweet Melissa watch a, an older movie from the, it was like the mid 90s. It came out maybe early 90s, maybe 93. Yeah. Um, and it was around the time, you know, Pulp Fiction came out. And then you saw a couple of these edgier movies, action movies came out. You know, Quentin Tarantino really kind of changed the scene to cinema. Yeah. Have you guys seen The Way of the Gun before? No. No. You should. Big Ed? Is it a Tarantino movie? No, it's not. And I, I forget the name of the director writer. But is it who's along in the it? same lines? But, oh, okay. Uh, Ryan Felipe, uh, Juliet Lewis, uh, Benicio del Toro, uh, oh James Kahn mm. uh, is in it. Uh, let, let me tell you, James Kahn, when he's in the movie, he's got such gravitas. Like when he's not talking, you're like, that's fucking acting he's he's so he's so good in the movie and, and some of the movies a little over the top but the plot moves in a way that you're like you know what the hell's going on uh it has 
the craziest opening scene ever to really kind of punctuate like this movie's unconventional and going to kind of push it a little bit. But uh, Benicio Del Toro and a very young Ryan Felipe are talking outside yeah, of a nightclub and, uh, you know, they're smoking cigarettes, BS and whatever. And uh, a guy and a girl are like, hey, get the F off the car. It's Sarah Silverman, actually. Um, and I forgot she was in this movie. You know, she's a very, very young actress. I find her kind of attractive, too. Well, she's like, hey, cockstick, whatever. She's yelling all these, uh, you know, things. She's like, my boyfriend's going to fuck you, not because he's gay, but because he can and he's going to, or whatever. So at some point, they're face-to-face with the boyfriend. And Felipe, or no, uh, yeah, Felipe pushed the boyfriend out of the uh, the way and punches her right in the nose and breaks her nose. And uh, and the, her friend standing there, and Benicio del Toro just stomps on her open-toed shoe, and then they get their ass kicked by like everyone in the parking lot. And that's how the movie starts. Yeah, <laughs> but it's called The Way of the Gun. It's from the '90s. It's uh, it's free on Tubi right now, so I might watch it tonight. Yeah, it's good. Listen, James Con doesn't come in till like probably, um, uh, probably almost thirty minutes into the film because the the whole premise is. They're two like low rent uh, criminals, but they're trying to go for a big score. They're going to kidnap this girl uh, that's pregnant and hold her ransom on a mark that's loaded. Mm. Well, the problem with the guy that's loaded, he's loaded because he holds the mob's money. Oh. Yeah. So that creates uh, a complication mm-hmm. they didn't foresee. And that's where James Kahn is called in. He's uh, what they call is the bag man, the guy that. Gets the money back. It's really good though, and you you have to pay. Like, there's little things that you're like, oh. Yeah, you you do want to pay attention. Mm-hmm. They give you little things. I mean, there's some dumb dialogue, but there's mm-hmm. they give you snippets where you look back and you're like, uh, I'm starting to piece it together. Mm-hmm. James Con's so good in this movie though, um, and Big Ed, I know you're a big fan of James Con. I I think you'd appreciate the movie. Mm-hmm. That's good. It, it moves along. There's not really a dead spot. Um, and, you know, it's just one of those movies that kind of got forgot my time. It didn't win an Oscar or whatever, but it's got a good cast and it's a good action movie. And so we watched this week. I meant to watch Days and Confused and totally forgot that. But, you know. We can watch it late. Yeah, yeah, we watched that. You know, so, you know, that's I just figured I'd have you guys and talk about a movie and knowing. No one here watched it. That's something else. Watch the movie. It's very good. Everybody out there in Radio Land, watch the movie and comment. Yes. But even though it keeps you on your toes, like picking up little pieces of the puzzle, you can also be very tired and and get through the movie just fine. Yeah. Right. Melissa wanted to go to sleep. But she, I, I didn't. she did. That's good. She <laughs> sat on the edge of the couch. I did. <laughs> Not because the cat forced her to, because she had nowhere else to sit. No. It was by choice. <laughs> but with that said, Thank we're on to the most important segment. The, 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 the segment everybody waits for. The anchor of the show. Big time. Big, Big Ed's Rock and Roll, roll Retrospective. retrospective. Take it away, Big Ed.
Big Ed. Yeah, dude. I was muted and da 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 da. Scream like that. All right, so we're doing uh, movie soundtracks, and uh, we did Pink Floyd last week. There was a segue into this week's Days to Confused, a 1993 coming-of-age comedy film written and directed by Richard Linkletter. The film features a large ensemble cast of actors who would later become stars. For example, you had Jason London, Ben Affleck, uh, Milo Jovovich, Cole Hauser, Park and Posey, Adam Goldberg, Matthew McConaughey, Nikki Cat, Joey Lauren Adams, Rory Cochran, just to name a few. The plot follows different groups of Texas teenagers during their last day of school in 1976. The soundtrack consisted of 29 songs according to IMDb and two soundtracks were released. The soundtrack for the film was released on September 28th, 1993 and then even more Days of Confused was released in 1994. And they consist of hit songs, mostly rock from the 70s, the film setting. The songs Hurricane by Bob Dylan, Hey Baby by Ted Nugent, and Sweet Emotion by Aerosmith were also included in the film, but not on the commercial soundtracks. They were released by uh, the label Giant Slash Medicine. The soundtrack would go on to sell 2 million copies, earning a double platinum status. The movie would earn $8 million at the box office, but was critically acclaimed and would do well with VHS and DVD sales. And to this day has a strong cult following, including Big Ed himself. The plot is simple. One of many grown up in the era that would get it. It is the last day of school and there must be a monster cake party to acknowledge such an event. Plans get foiled, but the kids rally and overcome and go to their favorite hangout spot to drink beer and smoke weed and try to find the evening's companion to see far into the pants they can get between the social groups are trying to get their friends and party supplies together during this music is setting the mood and feel during such scenarios and really captures the feeling of that era. The main character, Pink, is a tormented soul, as we see, because he is the star quarterback and has the potential to win the championship and is tasked by the coach to do no drugs or anything to jeopardize the championship run. Well, Pink decides to get Aerosmith tickets instead of signing his contract. I'm going to review the original soundtrack, and if you want to hear the whole soundtrack, go to our Twitter feed at Beer Seats. They will have all 29 songs. Tonight, I'll talk about the Days of Confused soundtrack, which consists of Rock and Roll Hoochie Q, Slow Rides, School's Out, Jim Dandy, Tush, Love Hurt, Stranglehold, Cherry Bomb, Fox on the Run, Low Rider, Tuesday's Gone, Highway Star, Rock and Roll All Night, and Paranoid. Rock and Roll Hoochie Coo is a, rich, a Rick Derringer song. Comes out of the block charging hard, and Rick Derringer's doing double duty on the guitar and bass. And the bass riff is probably one of the most aggressive of its time. This is about the Jokers, an early Dickie Betts band. Slow Ride. Off, off of Foghat's Fool for the City as one of the most iconic finishes from 1975, and it stands out even more as the slide guitar from Rod the Bottle Price and bassist Nick Jameson's riff. Next track is School's Out, an Alice Cooper tune off his 1972 album School's Out. According to Cooper, when the final bell rings for the year, it is orgasmic, like Pound Town, Am I Right or Am I Right? An anthem of the 70s and 80s. Jim Dandy, Black Oak, Arkansas. The song is placed nicely in a movie when the middle school 
the middle school boys dump paint on Banyan and they get rescued by their buddy in an old sedan. And I will yield to Big Mike when I'm through about what car that was. Tush is a ZZ Top tune from Trace Ombres and has quite the recognizable opening riff from guitarist Billy Gibbons in place right when the kids are all cruising and finding their way in the pecking order of the night's events. Love Hurts, an old Nazareth song from 1975. Remember the scene in the makeout room at the junior high dance one kid said he was getting there? Ah yes, the first uh, titty touch. Life is good for the prepubescent teen stud. Stranglehold, a Ted Nugent song. You can say 70s without including a song from the Motor City Sit Madman. This is an eight minute jam and well, four minutes too long for me, but earned its spot in this mix. Cherry Bomb, certainly glad this was included in this eclectic mix of jams. These ladies certainly earned their right to rock in this all babe lineup. A bunch of alpha females acting like guys on the road. They even have calluses on their backs and knees. Am I right or am I right? Ch -ch 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 cherry bomb. Fox on a run. Remember the barroom blitz? Well, these are the boys. This is the other hit. This was AM Gold growing up. A true 70s song does not get any more 70s than this. Nice slide guitar by Brian Connolly. By the way, the group's name was Sweet. Lowrider by War. Another song well placed in the movie. During a cruising scene and winding up at the pool hall. Cowbell and bass. Does not get any better than this. Great percussions and vocals. Tuesday's Gone, off of Skinner's first album, pronounced Leonard Skinner. This was the uh, sounds at the end of the night of drinking beer and smoking weed, but not for Pink and the gang. Off to get Aerosmith tickets. Getting my priorities right, coach. Highway star, Ian Gillen shows his chops, and Blackmore was on his way to greatness, and as was John Lord of the keyboard in 72. This cemented per Deep Purple as a top act. One of you guys can help me out what scene this appears in. I can't remember. Next song is Rock and Roll All Night. Out of all these songs, this one has to define the whole generation in 1976 when Kiss, Kiss were gods next to Led Zeppelin. There's even a scene where they're painting statues in Kiss makeup. You can hear the song even today, literally once a day if you try hard enough. Paranoid, off of the sophomore Black album, the, the sophomore Black Sabbath album, Paranoid. This came out in 1970. This is a timeless classic that still holds water. And it was this album when I started to really appreciate Geezer Butley, not only as a bass player, but as a songwriter. This also has a foothold in rock history and for sure in this movie. Not only did I feel like this movie was written about my adolescence, but defines my generation. We just wanted to work hard, play hard and get along. This really shows that people got along and settled the differences the best we knew how. And if it was going to go too far, someone always intervened and the voice of reason always seemed to come in and save the day. Well, that and a cold beer and a good jam. The Duke boy starred in this movie, and if you look hard enough, so is his band of merry mischiefs. Certainly plenty of general leads to choose from. I give this movie four Montecitos and the soundtrack four and a half Montecitos. Remove Dylan's song and add a Pink Floyd and a Rush song, and I'll give it five Montecitos. I'm Big Ed. Listen and enjoy. Wow. Love it. So, Big Ed, not a fan of the song Hurricane? Uh, I'm not a big Bob Dylan fan. Uh, uh, I see, I like the, Dylan. Yeah. Just, I like that it's song. It's like the only song I really like that Bob Dylan performs. Yeah, I, you know what? It's not a bad song. I think it's just because it was Bob Dylan, and I was just trying to make a point. It tells a hell it of a story. Yeah. yeah. Story of Hurricane. 
I, I'm um, trying to think of when when that song was introduced in the movie. I don't know if they were in the uh, they're in the arcade. The, they're in the arcade, right? The pool hall. Yep. Yeah. What was that car that that rescued the junior high kids? Remember they dumped the paint on Ben. Uh, was that like an old Plymouth or a Chrysler? Was, uh, you know what? I have I to see like the a, movie. Was that like a demon or something? No, no, no. That's what no, no, no. Daniel drove. Oh yeah. No, remember when they dumped the paint on his head? Yeah. The kids I, I think ran, it those kids old, ran I, and they jumped off a roof and slid off uh, an edge to a fence and again, got into I have this to car. watch the movie again to look at the car because the car, in my mind, it's either a Chrysler product or an Oldsmobile that they used. I think it's some kind of Mopar, in my opinion. But the movie is full of great... Let's get away from the songs for just a minute. Sure. And go back to them. The movie was full of really awesome cars, man. Yeah. Yeah, from they GTOs seven, to GTO, Chevelle's. 71, 72 Chevy pickup. Yeah. Um, yep. Of course, the, the yeah, the 70 Chevelle. Um, what Convertible else? Bug. Yeah, yeah, it was a convertible bug. Yeah. There's a lot of really awesome cars. What car there. had the trunk full of beer? That wasn't... Hmm. That was something we would do. <laughs> and when I saw that, I'm like, oh, they took right out of my playbook. <laughs> line, you line the trunk with, uh, with hefty bags and just fill it with ice and beer. That's a great idea. It's not like it's going to, it doesn't last all night. You know what I mean? It's, it's, your trunk will be empty in a matter of hours. Uh, well, you know, that's the movie, you know, Matthew McConaughey, he, you, he based his character off at, at that time. He was obsessed with listening to the doors and concert, the album doors and concert. It was a double live album. Was he like a Jim Morrison? He was. And so when he does that, all right, all right. That's if you listen to that album, that's what Jim Morrison does constantly through the concert or the live album. He's like, all right, all right. Pretty neat, pretty neat, pretty good, pretty good. I can see that. I can see that. That's what McConaughey uh, based that. That was his inspiration. And then um, he, I think he- A tripping he Jim Morrison was his inspiration. <laughs> now, let's talk about the music. Here, th this this soundtrack, I can listen to this like from stem to stern with no problem. What a fucking awesome soundtrack. Yeah, but Dude, what I sent you is the full soundtrack. Yes, it was yes. the full soundtrack. And it was I all did 29 listen. songs. I listened to I, all 29. I made it. That's a custom playlist. I know it's a custom playlist right there. It says right Big Ed. It's a Big Ed custom. And I appreciate that. So here's my highlights from it. Sweet Emotion. Of course. Stranglehold. I, I love Stranglehold. Yeah, it's Next just level. long. It is long, but it's it's pretty badass. Those two songs are like a high compression big block Chevrolet bellowing. I, I think Hey Baby is a better Ted Nugent uh, song, but. That's me. Stranglehold, man. I love it. Ch -ch -ch Cherry Bomb. Cherry Bomb was Yeah, good. you like that? I really like that. That's and, fun. Hey, I forgot that was on that soundtrack. That is a fun. That's, that's a great over, song. That's an overlooked uh, old rock song there. And Fox on the Run, man. Yeah. I Fox, Fox on, on the run. run from Sweet. And I just had something pulled up on them. They had a, a string of hits. They did Barroom Blitz. You know, it's funny you say that, Big Ed. I did a little research on Sweet this this week as well, and I was like, you know, they're all dead. Yeah, 
and it was like a band that was just trying to find its 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 niche. They kind of like, hey, where do we belong? But Fox on the Run, man, awesome song. Awesome that was song. a big. That was an AM hit. Uh, on w, WABC and WNBC, WB, both AM station. Yes. Now Tuesday's gone. Awesome song by yep. Skinner. That was off the debut. That's the I one that have, says pronounced Leonard Skinner. Have it on vinyl downstairs at the studio. I love the uh, the Highway Star. That's my, fav- highway my favorite. Highway Star is a good one. That's my favorite uh, Deep Purple lineup and album. And, and again, I do like Bob Dylan. I like Hurricane. I think that's a cool song. Really cool song. But again, on this with this soundtrack, is there really a bad song on the soundtrack? No, not no, not really. There isn't. There isn't. All right. Now I will say one thing. I love Thog Hat. I like Fool, fool for the City. That's my favorite track from yeah. from them. Yeah. Because I'm a fool for the city. Mm-hmm. Do you know what? Dilo had that on vinyl. That's one of the, like the f- first albums I think after Pink Floyd that we list- listened to from side to side. So Big I Ed. knew that album pretty good. I almost bought that the other day. Hey, I bought. You know what? Next I, I, time I, 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 I had it. I had it in my hands. I looked at it. How much? I don't think it was really that much. I think maybe seven bucks or something. These these four albums I bought in Melbourne, I spent less than twenty dollars. This guy's got vinyl gold. You just got to dig through his stuff. It's gold, Jerry. <laughs> it's round team, Jerry. It's gold. <laughs> round, team. round team. Hey, can we say how, how much of a doll Parker Posey is? Uh, she's just adorable. Just, uh, yes. Got a, so is uh, the, the female. Uh, what's, oh, she, the, the one that played the older sister? Oh, Amila Jovovich is in. Mm-hmm. Like when no one knew who no, she was. No, I liked uh, that. That where is she? Uh, Joey Lauren Adams. She was in. Uh, oh yeah, Mallrats. Yeah, Mallrat. Yep, yep. Yeah, yeah. Now yeah. this was this was an all star. Parker cast. Posey. I mean, if you go look at their IM, uh, IMDb, lot, I want to. I wouldn't look people. at it. Yeah. I mean, I only there. read a dozen. Jason London and. Pink it was uh, his his last name was Floyd. That's why they called him Pink. Right, right. Priority of the day, coach. They went and got our Smith tickets. Right <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Priority of the day, coach. Yeah. That was you yeah. know what that was the iconic Texas Jam show they were going to get tickets for. That was called uh, it's a live album Texas Jam. The uh, Aerosmith. Yeah. Just it's, a quick. Look at this rock and roll hoochie coo, Rick Derringer. Now, I think that's one of the baddest bassists ever. If you listen to that, oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. That's, I mean, that's a pretty solid song right there. That, I mean, uh, there wasn't a cl- classic rock station in America that didn't run that fucking song in the ground, but it was a good song. Still doing it. What yeah. about, uh, I said rock and roll all night, the kiss song. You could hear that yeah. song every oh, day if you want to. Yeah, you, you certainly could. Uh, what else? Uh, Stranglehold, Tush. I mean, I, I yeah. could just do a whole thing on ZZ Top, that whole album, Trace Ombres. There's not a dead track on that thing. Correct. Um, Slow Ride, you already mentioned Fool for the City. There's a bunch yep. of other songs on there that are really good. Yep. Yeah, that's a solid album. 
Yeah, you know what? I mean, you'd be like, yeah, it's a greatest hits, but it, the the album, the story track with the movie, it tells a story. Tell, the Excellent. music helps tell the story. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to hear the songs from the, the uh, second soundtrack? Free Ride, Nowhere Missed a Nice Guy, Living in the USA, Never Been Any Reason. Oh, yeah, that's uh, Head East. Uh, Why Can't We Be Friends? That was a great scene. Yeah. Remember when they were putting ketchup and flour all over the girls? Oh, the That girls. was what was yeah. playing, yeah. yeah. Uh, Summer Breeze, Right Place, Wrong. Oh, Dr. John, must have been the right place, wrong time. You know what? Yep. Do you remember uh, Ron and Ron? Who was the guy in the show? He had a band. What was the name of his oh, there's, band? No, that flipper, uh, the, the Dead German Taurus. Yes, Dead German Taurus. You know what? We saw them <laughs> open. Cappy and I saw them open for Dr. John. Oh, really? We saw Dr. John in Orlando, one of the little little club venues, maybe two, three hundred people. Uh, yeah, the Dead German Taurus, they played. They were terrible. Timing was off, but, you know. Uh, what else? Uh, Balinese, an uh, old Z. That's like from Fandango. Lord have mercy yeah. on my soul. Fog hat. I don't know. Black Oak. That's uh, Black Oak, Arkansas. I just want to make love to you, which is a remix that Foghat did. That really, they really put it to town. Uh, Show me the way, and do you feel like we do? Peter Frampton, both of those songs. Yep. Yeah. I mean, the soundtrack was. It was and it went, and the soundtrack went platinum. Yeah, so the artists crazy. made money again. <laughs> yeah. And guys that hadn't made a dime made a dime. I, I had fun doing this one. Great, it's it's yeah. a little different doing a soundtrack. There's a sure. little more research to do. There's a lot more research, let me tell you. Well, we tie it in. We can layer it because we, we're talking about a movie and a and a soundtrack. Mm -hmm. So I, yeah, I try to find the balance. It's tough because uh, I'm very partial to this. I I, I feel like uh, this was any town USA in 1976. Well, and and I think Big Mike and I, our generation, we're partial to it because it came out at a time when we were coming to age. It's something like. Right. Oh, like it spoke to us, even though it was, it was supposed to be like a, a generational piece. But you're like, uh, is it that really that is, much different? It's not, you and know? that's uh, to to us in our generation. Yeah, we're like that, we're that, like, hey, we're well, I think I think anybody pre-internet cell phones, yeah. I think, would uh, definitely relate to this. You're always looking for where's the party. You know, where's everyone going this weekend? And yeah, where's everyone? Where's everyone hanging out? Yeah. Right, and this was a night I where a party got foiled, but they still managed to pull it out. You know, like, well, it's, you know, our our fail safe was well, fuck, let's just go to the beach. Yeah, you sure. know, nobody fucked with you at the beach. Well, for them, it was the moon tower, right? Is that what it was called? Moon tower. Yeah, yeah. Moon tower. we go we go to the beach, or we'd go to Jarrodyne. Jarrodyne sat on top of this hill, on twenty five A, past Mill Pond Pharmacy. And we could sit there and do burnouts with the cars. You know, I could put on my best uh, General Lee show, drink beers, put on some Judas Priest, and nobody would fuck with us. Any other, and any other car that came up that hill was coming to do the same thing. It was a huge parking lot, and people would, would uh, just be camped out doing their thing.
I have a quick, uh, if you guys don't mind, uh, a Florida man or a shithead. Oh, absolutely. Please share. I mean, I I usually like to save this for a Jimmy Mike, but, you know, I I want people to not forget we are the ones that that do this. First of all, we live in Florida, so next week there'll be another story. (laughs) That's the beauty of Florida, man. He never sleeps. Actually, the hurricanes wore fodder, so. (laughs) Okay, for for sure it like helps uncover some of that so uh i found a story i share with you guys this this one was reported by the washington post headline tsa find a gun inside a raw chicken <laughs> uh, so uh something was a foul on late september morning at the check package screening at fort lauderdale hollywood international <laughs> airport uh, there was a chicken that didn't have stuffing in it. Didn't have stuffing. It was uh, there was a handgun that was wrapped inside the Ew. gun. Um, inside the chicken. Wait, carry on or no? They, they're trying to get it through TSA. Yeah. Oh right. Uh, you know, so that's gross. That you, is gross. You you can't. Um, Don't touch that gun. Then touch your mouth. <laughs> they get salmonella. Yeah, you, that's causing an outbreak there. So uh, you know, this person uh, stuffing a gun in a chicken. I. It's like putting it up a chicken's ass. Big well, Mike, you got to cook the gun to one hundred sixty-five degrees to kill the salmonella. I mean, is what? this a Florida man or? or? This is a shithead. Yeah. This is just shithead. I mean, I think he goes past shithead on the meter to like dumbass. <laughs> yeah, I think what right. makes you think you're going to put a gun inside a bird inside a and it looks like the picture. There's like an insulated bag the chicken was in. Well, don't it, want the chicken to go bad, you know. Well, they, it, it just only encouraged the TSA to do these bad puns we hate to beak it to you here but yeah. stuffing a firearm your holiday bird for travels bet is just a waste of time uh, this idea was even half baked it was raw greasy uh. obviously unsupervised the only roast happening here is this poor packing choice boy this is pun 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 i mean poorly placed puns, puns. Poorly placed puns. puns, poorly placed puns, poorly placed puns. Say that three times over fast. Mm-hmm. Poorly placed puns, poorly I, placed puns. I vote puns, shithead poorly. on this one. Oh, this is yeah. shithead. Not, not oh. the stamp of all. Listen, of all they have to do is the gun. And you know what? I didn't know this until reading this article that between Tampa, St. Pete, and Miami, we have the most Shit. firearms confiscated at the terminals in all of the country. Nuh-uh. Yes, fact. Now, for all of you out there, if you're going to transport your firearm, you can. It has to be in a hard case, unloaded, where they say most of these pistols that they come across, they're loaded. They're, 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 they're chambered. But Why would you have a chambered weapon... Getting on an aircraft. Don't you have to check it too? You have to check it. Yeah. Yes, you have to check it. It has to be in a hard, hard side a, case. I'd do a desktop uh, right there. You know, just yeah. let them know. Ah. It works. It works. It's good. It's, 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 hey, it's, it's empty now. 
It's like a Fletch move. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, was, what was that SNL Fletch. skit with that Fletch female? <laughs> <laughs> these ball bearings, you know. Uh, yeah, check these out. So, what's wrong? Did this guy really or gal really think, hey, shoving a firearm? Dude, it happens all the time, though. These firearms get caught all the time. It, they're going through an x-ray machine. They're going to find them. Chicken Look, no if you chicken. see somebody walking around an x-ray machine, they've got a weapon on them. What's wrong with people? That's my pants. That is. That, that means they're an air marshal or law enforcement. So, folks, don't put guns in uncooked chickens or cooked chickens. Don't put them in chickens so or turkeys yeah. or ducks or a turduncan. Don't just don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. And try to get it past the TSA. They're gonna. They're gonna get you. They're gonna find the gun. Dumbass. Shithead. You know what? They're trained. Yeah, they're trained to do one thing, and they everything else they do poorly. But they oh. do find every now and again something gets through. But you're not getting a gun. You fucking idiot. I try to be really nice to them when I'm at the airport. The TSA folks. <laughs> And see if I can get them to crack a smile. They don't. They're shitheads, but yes, I do enjoy making them laugh or smile. I I, I try not to make eye contact. It seems to work out. (laughs) I make eye contact. Hey, how you doing? Good morning. It's a nice morning, isn't it? (laughs) Did you find any guns and chickens today? (laughs) I don't have one. So I'm not a shithead. Yeah. No. I'm kind of disappointed. I'm not flying this holiday season. Normally, I fly during the holidays. Really? And I'm not and flying. You're disappointed? I'm disappointed. I'm traveling. The I'm road tripping the holidays That's this year. That's the way to go. I know. I enjoy road tripping. However, I also enjoy flying. What to the foothills of Tennessee? Is to that the foothills of Tennessee, oh. or not really foothills, or the the. The mounds in Western yeah. Tennessee. Mm-hmm. There, right. There's, it's Western Tennessee. Much resembles where we live. Right. Mm-hmm. Sure does. It sure does. So, but yeah, road tripping this year, not flying, so I don't get to interact with our fine TSA folks. But I'll be thinking about you. Mm-hmm. So will Santa. Better write him. He was on the show tonight. Mm-hmm. That's right. He's always listening. I know he listens to me. Any uh, any final words for anyone? No, I think we're at that. It, 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 it's been a great show. I've enjoyed it. I we have a new closing song. Oh, we had a new intro and an outro. I got to yes. hear this. So um, I have nothing else to say. We'll see you next week. See you next week. Follow us on Twitter. Uh, love our audience. Uh, share. Uh, Enjoy the ride. See ya. Nice. That's how you end the show.